I'm Richard. I'm Gareth. And this is the APPC Podcast. Lemon flavoured water. Why can't you put a slice of... Why can't you put a slice of lemon and a slice of lime in your water? I don't have a lime or a lemon to slice. No, but you could. I mean, they, they cost 10 pence each. And then you could but, keep them in your house. But I'm not at my house. Yeah, but and was, then you could you could have carry a pocket knife, right? And a bag, like a plastic bag, so it doesn't leak through. You could just slice pieces off it. I don't know. I'm just planning for the okay. post-apocalyptic future <laughs> when people need flavoured water. <laughs> and yeah, they're going to be more concerned about... They're not. The, I know. We, we, the dead we, children. We figured out people by now, right? We know that uh, there's going to be a certain degree of people that only care about, you know, yeah. flavoured water. Well, like, be, like her if, from Edinburgh who married I'm, that twat. If I'm like digging through the rubble of somewhere, desperate for food and water, and I do find a bottle of sparkling water, I'm going to be pretty pissed off. <laughs> can't drink that stuff. It makes my cheek jump. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, it's a it's a weird thing, but I'll, I know, I'll let it slide. It's a, the thing is, I drink Pepsi and everything. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Sparkling water, though, and I'd get this weird... Yeah. yeah, but you're not the only one. That's what freaks was, me oh, out. Oh, is it not? Okay. No, no. I uh, can't Good. think who the other person was, but someone else mentioned that to me, and I was like, I need to store that somewhere, and I've forgotten. Yeah. Who's that woman? It's gone. It's gone. Who's that woman? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you, you know... Um, <clears throat> You know, sorry, I do have to tell you that ever so slightly. Okay. But yeah. just if if you're like, it's still lower than it was. Yeah, I just can't hear myself. Okay, cool. Right. Um, <laughs> Is that one on? You, hmm? Is that one on? Is what one on? This one. Yes, that's on. Okay. That's always on. Always on. Well, I put it on. It's, yeah. At quarter past seven, so it might as well always be oh, on. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. It's just in case something goes horribly wrong. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as I say, last week, <coughs> I had so little time really with editing, I didn't even look at the files, I just deleted them. Yeah. Oh, I didn't shave everyone, sorry. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, no, you know the woman who... Um, oh, what did they do? They got married and they used like a presidential helicopter and then they were like, fuck you, and she's from Edinburgh. And she's married like... Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I can't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And she yeah. married like some rich dude who looks really oily. And she seems like a yeah. terrible person. Yeah. Because her apology happened in a, in like the Washington Post magazine, but she was wearing a ball gown. And then she put a hat on it by going, I suppose I look like a fool by apologizing wearing a ball gown. Yes, you do. And you chose to do that. Yeah. And you knew in advance. Yeah. Which is why you've said it. And you're pointing out, you're pointing out, you bitch. <laughs> you're like, you're like Marie Antoinette, if generally speaking, no one fucking cares. <laughs> uh, uh, I see a problem here. Uh-oh. Oh. No, it's too close now. That's too far away. That's the angle. The angle's all wrong. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Unfortunately, I was still awake at quarter to three, Mm. and then I woke up about half six by pure luck, because the night, the days, it's dark again already. 
And so I assumed it was like three in the morning and then went, oh God, no, no. <clears throat> Saying that. <coughs> Sorry, everyone. Saying that, this is my first um, proper week where I lie in on a Monday morning now. All right. Because I failed last week with Twin Peaks not being on. Oh, okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. No. <sighs> and so I had an excuse and I watched Rick and Morty last week. Yeah, well, it, it um, I couldn't get it online because it kept being blocked on YouTube, mm-hmm. even though they said they weren't doing that, but mm-hmm. region or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then unlocked on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I watched it, and it was very, very good. It's very good. So, I, not, I, I don't know if it actually matters atmosphere. or not. Well, no, that's a thing because I mean, we never thought before it was going to matter when he can disappears into the crowd and tuck the wires in well but now he's back so well, no the, see the thing is the reddit community did and yet again much like westworld much like twin peaks they went <clears> insane yeah and they said i reckon they're planning this and the reddit community put together this huge theory and guess what they were right and it annoyed them so much they just threw it out yeah fine we're not doing that anymore it's a waste of time because no. you know there was lots of theories there's no specifics but the general gist seems to be evil Morty is actually the true Morty of that of our Rick. Yeah. And he's just come to another world after he's fucked it up and started again. Like he is want. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen that. <clears throat> yeah, true. So. Uh, yeah. It's all good. But hey, this yeah. week doesn't matter because it's yet another, yeah, another uh, improvised another drunk. <laughs> no. Hey. As long as we get a new uh, Ants in My Eyes Johnson, I don't care. I'm quite happy with those. <laughs> um, I know. My my um, text to you this morning. Yes. Yes. Is that about the album we're doing first? No. Or? Well, no, but it's it's just a, a general thing. No, because I meant to say, because this is how good my brain is today. I already forgot. Yeah. I meant, I don't understand it. No. <laughs> so please, um, okay. you text me. I'm outside. Remember to break by up no. Jimmy Osmond oh, during what the happened? recording. Oh, well, okay. Um, then it was meant to bring up. Is my is autocorrect going? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, autocorrect's going. Tense up. But it was bring up Jimmy Osmond. Driving here today. You know that place where there used to be the club? It was down steps, but it's like boarded off. And they had the big thing up for the panto with Elaine C. Smith on it for like two years. Actually, I think you'll find what they did was they uh, put another poster up for another pantomime well, with another Elaine C. Smith. Ah, well, okay. Well, <laughs> well, they've they've replaced it. Okay. Elaine C. Smith, gone. It's about replaced time. Replaced by... Jimmy Osmond. Jimmy Osmond. And I'm like, is that a step up? Must be, it has to be a step up, right? For us? Yeah. For the city? It's got to be, right? Because, well, because she's I didn't a, know there a was a Jimmy Osmond. What one's, what one's he? Well, it was a little Jimmy Osmond, wasn't it? I don't Long-haired know. Long-haired lover from Liverpool or something. Is was that, that him? him? Well, he's not from Liverpool. He's a Mormon. No, but that's what he's saying. <laughs> Mormons can be from Liverpool. Well, well yeah, actually, no. I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. 80% yeah. of my uh, family are, are Mormons, but that's not yeah. the point of the story. No, but he, but he sung that, didn't he? I, you're saying it to me like I'm the music expert <laughs> on Jimmy Osmond. <laughs> uh, Osmond, I'm not. All right. Well, okay. Hey, Siri. <clears throat> Who sang Long Haired Lover from Liverpool? Long Haired Lover from Liverpool is by Jimmy Osmond. There you go. Thank you. So, and what the only thing I know about music. Hey Siri. <laughs> he doesn't like you. Oh. 
Play something by Jimmy Osmond. <laughs> Looking for Jimmy Osmond. Here are some popular Jimmy Osmond songs. Okay. I mean, that's a little bit of a dick move. I just want you to randomly... You need to unlock your iPhone first. I just did. Touch. Bitch. Here we go. Ah, oh, this is it. He was a child at the time. Oh, that's why he was little, <laughs> I suppose. He didn't yeah, have a disease. Yeah, yeah, it was like progeria. Yeah. It was, uh... Progeria? Isn't that the one where you turn white or black? What? Isn't that the one that Michael Jackson had? That's... What? Oh, no. Oh, that's a progeria. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking the about Jack disease. Benjamin Button thing. No, that's no, reverse it's, Benjamin it's, Button. It's, it's, yeah, I got confused. It's, no. uh, yeah, it's uh, Robin Williams disease, as I like to call it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he well, still the only other person I noticed in the poster was still that Alan McHugh, who I'm still not entirely sure I know who he is. Alan McHugh. 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 I can't pronounce that. Let's try it again. McHugh. <laughs> I've only yeah. lived in uh, this country uh, since 1995. I haven't quite got the uh, pronunciation yet. Well, he's the dame or whatever again. So yeah, the but, dame. But it's like hate. But yeah, I just noticed that in the poster and I thought that would be worth bringing up just because I thought, wow, there you go. How is he dressed? Because I can already picture how Lady Smith was dressed. Well, she was, well, she was like a fairy godmother forever or something apparently. I well, think. Five years of fairy godmother. Yeah. Um, and now her reign is over. Did he have to kill her and then feel the quickening? And stuff? Do you, I uh, don't know. Maybe she uh, just straight up died in real life and uh, no one cared. No. But yeah, he can obviously it's a panel, so he's gonna be satiny as well. But I'm guessing it's something like can he'll be like Prince Charming or some shit. I didn't even know here's the thing about that poster mm-hmm. that he's in a panel. Didn't even bother figuring out what panto it was. I never even read that part. I just went, Oh, Jimmy Osmond. Oh, oh so, so they, it might actually have the title of the panto. I'm sure I'm haven't. sure it does at the bottom and I just suddenly realised that I never bothered reading it because I was too busy going, Wow, wow, Jimmy Osmond. There you go. Um Okay, uh, hold on, here we go. Uh, after typing in Bulgarian Apology Aberdeen um, Edinburgh <laughs> um, Jimmy Osmond I could still be linked to Lane C. Smith <laughs> right. Jimmy Osmond Excuse me, I'm going to eat some melon Okay, we'll do it off mic and that's fine Jimmy Osmond Pantomime I'm doing it off mic And yet shockingly it's crystal clear Uh Aberdeen. <laughs> I'm hungry. Well, you're allowed to be hungry, sir. It's fine. Jimmy Osmond and Doric are a perfect fit for Aberdeen. Uh, I'm guessing no. I mean, Doric is. I mean, it's <laughs> literally part of us. It's inside us. <laughs> everywhere we go. Someone that is. To the fact that most of the people uh, listening to this podcast, according to the stats, would not know what they, that what Doric is. No. Or would not know the answer to fiddy <laughs> They'd go. Is <laughs> that a rock and robin reference? Yeah, is no. Oh, is he speaking dark? I need to listen to that again and, <laughs> and slow it down and go, wow. Well done, Michael Jackson. You truly were international. Indeed. Um, oh. I am still trying to read. I'm looking at these words. My eyes are not reading any of them. Um, 
Jimmy is celebrating his 50th year in show business. And he came here. So he's quite old. It's a bit, and said he's looking for... He must take the same stuff that Tom Cruise takes. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I say this, I'm now thinking of Donny Osmond again. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, yeah. Well, he is definitely the better Osmond. Well, he's the one I know. Yeah. I mean, there's Osmonds. I know yeah. that. Because of crazy oh, horses. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, it's a crazy song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the seven-inch um, mix. Oh, he doesn't like. But um, um, what was him? Yeah, there's. I could only really name him. I don't know. We've got. A, he's. It's obviously his move because uh, he was Pete. Uh, he was Captain Hook in Peter Pan in Swansea in 2013. Oh, he's definitely not dressed like a Captain Hook. Oh, I've got Aladdin. There you oh, go. Is it? So which one's he? Oh, well, he's not going to get genie. Maybe he's not going to get a joke. Get any jokes about getting Aladdin? That can't be something they do in. Uh... I'm betting it is. It has to be because you've got to hear your sort of innuendos in Panto. I don't think you have innuendo in Panto. You, you do. No. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you do. I don't know. The last time I sat through a Panto, right? My 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 parents. Yeah. I'd like to point out, I was definitely in my thirties in this. Oh, story. okay. Well, I'm. <clears throat> um, because teens, for a. Christmassy thing. Yeah. Um, is it possible to be in my 30s and late 20s? Because obviously, my, uh, well, not obviously, but my dad died in 2008. Yeah. And so it's very hard to, at 38, to be in your 30s when you went to the Panto last. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, they all paid for us to go as like a big family thing. And I was there. And Lisa was there. Um, and then everyone else. So. Angus with whoever he was with, Jonathan with whoever he was with, yeah. Nick, Simon. Yeah. I think even met, uh, my older sister was up. Anyway, so it was like 15 of us and we went to see this panel. I went into a trance during it. It was awful from the... It was basically my life of pie. Yeah. You see, last time I would have went, it definitely been like early teens, mm-hmm. I think. Um, probably along with my cousins. Because mm. they were a couple of years younger, so it seems like the kind of thing they like. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they probably had a very similar experience, like you sitting next to me at Life of Pie as mm. I tutted and sighed my way through it, because the, just the very thought of Panto. Mm-hmm. I know this has been brought up before, but it's just the worst form of entertainment in the world. Well, this is the thing. I go back and to it's life. Worse of... than worse than bullfighting, even worse than bullfighting. Oh, fair enough. But I just thought going back to Life of Pi a second, yeah. I don't remember any tutting or anything from you. It was sighing. Then. It was, okay. I'm not, I don't even remember sighing, right? What I remember um, now, right, is that I now believe in uh, negative and positive energy. <laughs> no, yeah. Like literally, without you really giving any signal of your hatred, I just felt I imbued you, with it. I remember you mentioning to me afterwards how, because you were kind of laughing through mm. it, and you mentioned to me how it was every time I would sit there and I'd just go... <laughs> and you, you were just like sitting shaking next to me, going, I, I and laughing at me the whole time. Yeah, but, well, I, that obviously that's, that's how I roll. I'm happy with that, but you know, um, <laughs> I, as I, I don't now, I now do not remember any of that. I just remember literally a vibe coming off you that was hilarious, oh. just pure hatred. What? It's probably it. the same vibe I threw out during Les Mis. See, I, I like Les Mis. Do you're allowed to. This yeah. is why it's not a fascist regime. I, know. I, know. I haven't given out my 12 films yet. These 12 <laughs> films are the only 12 films you're allowed to uh, watch and you have to say you love them. Ooh. Yes. 
No, but... For the adults, this is the only pornography you're allowed to watch. It is the first ever See, episode of EastEnders. I, but go back to the double entendre. There has to be that kind of humour in Pantos because otherwise, why would I mean parents would just dump their kids and then leg it? And I think for them to pretend, it, it's like if they watch SpongeBob with their kids. The kids like the bright colours and the moving stuff, and then all the weird, stupid shit that's there for the like the parents watching it along with their kids. Yeah, that's not true. SpongeBob is great on every level. Okay, that was a bad example. Yeah. But there's other, like, a certain other things that just sort of come up within cartoons mm-hmm. and things like that, and kids' programs yep. that are definitely there just for the adults that are being forced to watch it on. I, I, I'm going to go a stage uh, <clears throat> back and say most children's TV is made for children and not adults. Almost all. But in there's fact. a few. But... I'm going to say animated movies shown in the cinemas may have some adult well, content. This is, well, this is the length of a movie. But I don't think pantos, which stick to a horrible tradition. I'm saying that. When you think back, who would but you I'm, think of in a panto? But I'm, talking, I'm pretty sure I've seen Mike Reed in a panto, and so now I say that he was I'm, probably quite racist. Yeah, but I'm still I'm talking about the kind of the kind of acceptable dual like can carry on films that kind of are just on can. Twelve o'clock in the oh, no, no, afternoon. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm seeing that kind of stuff. Nothing yeah, like. I'm not in, taking. I'm not taking anything away from it. All I'm saying is that in my memory of pantos, okay. they just feel quite innocent and gross, oh, but, just, uh, but not because of double entendres. No, well, that's not the thing. Or that bothers, single entendres. That's not the thing that bothers me about them either. It's just the fact that they seem I'm, to be no, I'm terrible. Not saying, that's not what I'm saying either. You seem quite tired. I also am quite <laughs> tired. But it seems to be building an argument out of nothing. It's like no, no, no that's not what I'm saying. No, it's, what it's, I'm saying is. Pantos are shit, but not because of double entendres aimed at children. That but, is not. But they are shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The worst form of entertainment. Worse than bullfighting. Yep. And I hate bullfighting. Who, well, like, who likes bullfighting? The Spanish. But other than them, nobody. Well, no, I mean, I don't think. I think the bullfighter, he probably does. Oh, he's making a fortune off of it. Or, you know, he's also getting gored in the ring. <laughs> I've seen that video so many times. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, he didn't like it as much. He went off of it pretty quick. Al Gord in the ring. Yeah. Uh, there's got to oh. be a joke about that somewhere. <laughs> Al Gord. You know, not uh, since, I don't know. Not since that insane uh, video made by Max Landis went viral of his noticing Carly Rae Jepsen songs. You have no idea what I'm talking about? No. Uh, <laughs> this week... I've only recently become aware of Carly Rae Jepsen, so... Well, you know, you're only five, ten years behind, isn't yeah, it? No. Saying that, she's made a lot of money off two or three <clears throat> singles. Yeah. Probably it's a new album or something, because uh, Griffin from... Mid-Bin what, album. Emotion? It yeah. came out like 18 months ago. Oh, well, he was good in a bit that lately as well. Because people I think, love no, it. No, because I think he went to see her live, so it was more about... People love her. They do. And when I say people, I mean Americans. Yeah. Because I didn't really... She uh, didn't really get that far here. No. Apart from that Call Me Maybe song. That was everywhere for a while. No, I don't know that. You do. Oh, if you heard it, you do. Oh. I'm not going to uh, even attempt to violate my throat by trying to sing a melody. Yeah. Um, where do we start today, anyway? Yeah, well, are we doing Alex Cameron? Yes. Yeah, we'll get that. You want to get that out of the way first? <laughs> yeah, we could do. Okay, so this is your choice. So this is yeah. So this is Alex Cameron forced witness. Um, oh, my notes are very short, and I don't seem well, to have written any final I've thoughts. got chunks here and there. Um, so this is his second solo album. Um, I believe he's got three other albums with something called Sika. But it's S-E-E-K-A-E. I don't know if that I'm pronouncing it right. Shaka! 
Um, so yeah, bow, so it's bow, bow. second solo album released seventh September. Mm-hmm. Um, now, apparently, he inhabits a failed artist persona, mm-hmm. and his business partner, saxophonist Roy Malloy. Roy Malloy, it's a great name. It is a great name. Um, engage in what they refer to as soft rock cosplay. So they're kind of playing characters through their music. Yes, no, that makes perfect um, sense. Um, and he's been compared to David Lynch for his obsession with dark themes. And it's probably because he played David Lynch's uh, Paris nightclub, Silencio. Well, I mean, it's a it's a nightclub, so it's a gig, right? A yeah. gig, so you can't go, but, he, he's lynching. But apparently That's like saying people are like me because they no. played Mishulu. No, no. But it was just, <laughs> apparently it was just something... That Lynch, in any review of hers, I mean, Lynch's name comes up a lot. And other than that, I can't find any link. But the amount of reviews that just mention... How he's so like David Lynch. If you maybe he just wrote it in his uh, bio. You know, everyone gets a bio, yeah. like a bit of paper attached to the record. There you go. He's a lot like David Lynch in that he has an annoying voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and should made. stick to instrumental. And I can make it. Reviews. Um, Q magazine <laughs> four out of ten. <laughs> Ear milk four stars. That gets nothing from me because it disgusts me. Yeah, no, there are certain ones that come up that I just pick because I like the names. Ear milk. Yeah. Can we have a website called Ear Honey? Can we change the name of this? Ti- <laughs> we can take them on. Yeah. Can we change the name of this podcast and then just go after them for no reason at all yeah. until we can combine. <laughs> And become milk and honey. Okay, I never even thought of that. Um, Pitchfork, 7.8 out of 10. I mean, that's pretty solid for a pitchfork. Ear buddy. (laughs) I don't know why that makes me laugh, but it does. 8.4 out of 10. Maybe it's because someone's telling you what to listen to. Here you go, bro. Um, Rolling Stone, Australian Rolling Stone, not international. But he is Australian, right? Oh, I I think so. I didn't bother looking up. I thought uh, that was four I, stars. I thought you'd already told me that, so I think no. I've got insane. Okay. Um, <laughs> uncut eighty. Line of best fit in the four nine five. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven point five out of ten. That's... Scream six out of ten. Mm-hmm. Album of the year sixty five out of a hundred. And that's uh, the scummy people like us all saying it, right? Yeah. So what we're saying is critically, it's quite well liked. Yeah. Well, but the only other two I've got users is... are like. Well, loud and quite a nine out of ten. Um, now, Sputnik didn't bother reviewing it, but their user reviews mm-hmm. gave it three point five out of five. Well, this is still proving my point about everything being seven um, out of ten. And it's a sixty-nine out of hundred on Metacritic. Right. Best number ever. Um, and it suits him because it's kind of sleazy, and a lot of his lyrics are kind of sleazy. Come drenched. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Anyway. But, um, you know, it's the worst type of cum drench. It's cum drench because he's jerked off into his own trousers or something. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's just sitting in it and liking it. Oh, I don't know if he's liking it. Uh, I think he seems to hate himself quite a lot. There's a lot of hate in this album when you listen to it. I mean, it seems to be about a man who has failed and hates himself and continues to hate himself. <laughs> I see, but overall, but he just seems to be still be getting on with it. And Yeah, but that's what I everyone know, does, right? Just, yeah. I, chav- I don't like myself <laughs> that much. But I chaff yeah. away at it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. What other choice you got? You get used to it and you just end up going, no, it's fine. Well, this man has not got used to it. No. Um, you know, so it starts off with Candy May. Mm-hmm. Um, very 80s sounding. 
Yeah, um, I thought that was his thing. You said yeah. he was a personer yeah. of soft rock. So it's... So it makes sense. It really, the first one, it really reminded me of something, but I couldn't think what the hell it was. Um, You're as bad as me. The amount of times I write that note and then and never get to the bottom of it. There's something a little, like later on, a little Bowie-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when he did the thing about Mick Jagger? Was it Dancing in the Street? Or oh, the worst thing he's ever done. Yeah, yeah I remember that. There's a touch of that in there. Um, yeah, that's the worst thing I've ever did. The thing is, reading his whole thing about can his business partner saxophonist, mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to the sax turn up, and it wasn't turn up until three thirty, and it was only like thirty seconds of it, and I was like, eh, you I'll, can't have full blown sax. No, but can I wanted it to at least be can somewhere in Kamasi Washington just, just blowing his <clears> horn <throat> in yeah. the, the singer's face. But it was just fact they just can we only got like thirty seconds of it in a four and a half minute. Track. That's like, oh. all you want. I don't know. I liked it though. You're weird. So. You literally, you you literally go on a, on an album about there's nothing but saxophone <laughs> about how there's too much sax, yeah. and then you go, this is supposed to have more saxophone. No, but it's different types of sax. We literally can't get the weight right. Exactly. Um, now, um, speaking of what we were speaking about earlier on about oh. the whole coming in, in his cell, <laughs> it's my favorite lyric of the entire album. Mm-hmm. The worst thing about being homeless is waking up from a dirty, wet dream with a lap full of cum and a head full of steam. <laughs> I don't want, know why I like that so much, but it, I do because you're a pervert, well, you're a dirty, dirty it pervert me laugh. man. It was funny. I, th- um, I think quite often I chuckled to myself while listening to this album. Yeah, but see, I, that's see, it's kind of that's two tracks in. It's kind of cheesy and horrible, but yeah, I'm, I'm two tracks in. And I'm like, yeah, this is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. My pick. Yay. Yeah, I good for you. something good for a change. Yep. Um, All it takes is a little time. Yeah. Just <laughs> throw enough can darts at a board, you're about to hit a bullseye. Well, as I say, by the end of this year, we'll have reviewed, like, reviewed, we'll at least have talked about 100 albums. <clears throat> Out of that 100, yeah. how many do I care about? Off the top of my head, what I can think of, one, oh, yeah, no. Run the Jewels 3. Last night... <laughs> As well at work, um, I was sitting. I was in a sh- I just wanted something to listen to while I was doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. I ended up listening to OK Computer last night. You don't need to say it like you listen to you know, just <laughs> an hour of audio of bats screaming in the night. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. well, you know, it is seen as the greatest album of know, all time. But I said again, you, you heard my review of it. I didn't seem to like it very much, and yet that was of all the albums I could have picked. Mm. Yeah. I had to re-download it as well to listen to it. I ah, fancy that. Greatest album of all time. I know, but... I, I'm just saying... You right? know my taste in music. No, I, I do. But what I'm saying is, when people say, I went out uh, say, I'm going to make, I'm going to say something crazy here. And then you say something that includes, I'm, not, I'm watching the, uh, listening to the most popular album of all time, aren't I crazy? I yeah. didn't say I was being crazy. It was just like no, but you definitely suggested I wouldn't yeah. be able to guess. Well, because you wouldn't. If I said you wouldn't have been able to guess, you wouldn't have been able to guess because you you heard my review of it. I didn't seem to like it. I've already forgotten your review of it because I remember my review of it, which is <laughs> I love that album. Where are we? Well, I love what we do. You have to understand. I love what we do, but I don't remember what we say. I don't know what I said last week. There'll come a time ten years from now when I'm a millionaire in my gold top hat, and someone will say, "In in 2012, you said something mildly racist while drunk," and I'll say, "Did I?" 
<laughs> and they'll play it back to me and I'll go, it does sound like me. Mm. See, I say all my mildly racist things sober and on here, <laughs> which is probably worse. Yeah. Uh, no, never mind. You don't have to be sober. Yeah. You know, well, but I do. You choose to be. Yeah, yeah, but you choose to be sober in a way that's madness. What? What? Well, no, because there's people who don't drink and then there's be- people who get upset if their cod is beer battered. And you're the latter half. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't understand how that's a thing. It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't, it matters to me. Yeah, but why does it matter to you? I have no idea. It just does. See, I'm just saying. <clears throat> See, I don't, at, I don't even know myself. I just have to look at it. This, right? I, I don't mean this in a, a bad way, bro. You but look at the size of your cell, right? And I don't mean like... like right? What I'm saying is you couldn't get drunk for beer better. How much beer better cod? No, I know. Cause to get well, a top on. But it's all... But like, you also... A hundred pounds. Suppose you cook it and you boil off the alcohol. Yeah. Thing. So, yeah. No, but it just... I didn't want it. I don't know. It's just I know a, you're it's a metal. Yeah. You're not even, you weren't even a good alcoholic. I was a good alcoholic. <laughs> I never, Starting fights, I couldn't finish. I never went full. Blackout. I never went full alcoholic. So. Oh, I don't know if I ever went full alcoholic. No, but I gave I'm it a damn good better. push, though. No. <laughs> and also, I'm the worst type of person who goes, uh, you know, because I, I do have uh, two bottles, I have no food in this house, but I do mm. have two bottles of Jack Daniels in my freezer. So it doesn't really say much about me. No. But I guarantee you I'm not going to open them anytime soon. I'm going to come hungry. Yeah. Well, not too hungry. Yeah. Hello, pretzel pieces. Oh, of course, as always, uh, this episode is sponsored by Snyder's of Hanover. Jam them in. Taste the very hot rainbow. Taste the green rainbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> My half of the podcast is sponsored by melon, but I'm not going to eat it in the mic again because I get a row. Okay, you didn't eat it in uh mic and you got a row. Imagine what would happen if you did. <laughs> when we find out, boys and girls. No. Oh, here's the thing. You can eat it on mic if you want, but I'm leaving it in. I'm not cutting it out of the podcast <laughs> no, and you can listen to that noise. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway. And when we get our, our <clears throat> third or fourth piece of correspondence, because people only seem to <laughs> write in when it's about food, I will forward it to your email uh, and you can read it. I've never read any of it because you can forward it to me if you like. I'll reply. Okay, fine, Bill. We could do a a letters from listeners episode. (laughs) Well, that'd be very quick. We've already read out the two we've had. That's fine. Good bonus one. Just a a three minute episode, which, when you take into account the intro and the outro, is about 45 seconds long. There you go. But we'd probably digress for 45 minutes about something and go, wait a minute, what was the question? I don't, I don't think that's true. I think we're always on target. <coughs> we're doing pretty well right now. I mean, we're almost <laughs> one song in. No, we weren't, weren't in track three. Well, I haven't talked about any of them, so. Well, but you didn't seem, I, I did leave gaps, but you didn't seem interested. I'm tired. I feel unwell. I'm tired too. I've had the flu all week. Oh, that's, why am I here? We need a barrier. We need separate shoes. It's gone. I ain't got it anymore. Oh. This is that you know when once you've got rid of it and you're just weak and tired. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I didn't even take a day off. I'm a man. Good I'm a manly man with tinus penis and balls. Tinus. <laughs> the tinus. <laughs> tinus. <laughs> so tired you can't even pronounce full words uh, that are quite small. I put them all together. My penis <sighs> and balls. Mm. Creating a tiny berry. <laughs> <laughs> Neck berry. A merry berry. 
Nick Berry had talent in a previous life. Nick. That is random insult generator by the band McCluskey. That just came back yeah. to me out of nowhere. There you go. That's a B-side. <laughs> That's a good song. Um, oh, did you have anything to say about the first two tracks? Oh, plenty, but, you know, it doesn't matter. You said earlier you didn't have meant many notes. So no, but I have notes for every track. It's just single lines here and there. So I just let you go. I like it when you go. It seems like you have passion for this one, oh, so I just um, let it slide. Yeah. Well, it'll be the opposite come next one. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, at one point, I just listed different types of percussion for country mm-hmm. figs, which you definitely haven't oh. mentioned the title of. Well, no, no, yeah, I just skipped straight to the lyrics because I linked it. Yeah. Conga, timbale. Now, there's... Well, this is... I'm going to save it for skipping ahead, but bongos will come up again. Um, I'm not a fan. But um, there you go. What about conga? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, the eel. Yeah, you just slap <laughs> a wet eel. Yeah. yeah. It's a good sound. Um, it's me slapping a conger eel. What's the sound of one hand clapping? That's it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> stupid question. I always thought that was stupid. Uh, yeah. It's, old, it's the oldest Simpsons joke I can think of. Was that a Simpsons joke? Yeah. Oh, okay. Season one, 1989. Yeah. <sighs> I hate Simpsons. Well, yeah, that's because you don't have any taste. That's why we do this podcast, to try and instill some in you. <laughs> nah, it's never going to work. Um, okay, um, we're ready for track three? I-, I told you, you just go and I'll I'll talk. Well, um, oh, if really anyone, uh, sorry, if anyone that. hears like, someone, like plastic being screwed up and unscrewed, it's actually I realised my beard hair rubbing into the mic. Oh. <laughs> just ever so gently every now and then. Mm. Um, I don't really have much written for the third. Um... Let's say, just go for it. Just fly. Well, I'll, cool. I'll shout things out. We're already 35 minutes in. I haven't made an edit, admittedly, so it's probably 25 minutes in. I'm sure I just sort of commented a lot in lyrics for things like track five, True Lies, mm-hmm. um, which seems to be... It's hinting the fact that he's paying someone for naked pics, but he's pretty sure it's just a dude sending them. A Nigerian prince. Yeah, and then it turns out it's not even, well, by the chorus, it's not even naked pics he's paying for. It's just pictures of her eyes. It could be a dude's eyes. It's just, he's maybe just make up them. Yeah, but by the end of the song, I believe, he doesn't care no, he's the not, gender. He, no, he's even. not giving a shit. He's just, <laughs> that's, that's just his thing. He likes it. So good for him. Um, uh, you know, that it's, uh, it's <clears> the prettiest <throat> song about porn addiction I've ever heard. <sighs> Now, have you noticed some as well? It, there's a few tracks here. Diabetes comes up a lot in these lyrics. Just look random sort of lines here and there and slip. Wow, well, again, it's a recurring theme. Maybe he's got diabetes. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> this is how he gets over it. And Most people get over it by taking sucrose or insulin. <laughs> he wrote an album instead. Mm. Uh, Dextrose. Remember dextrose. those LucasAid tablets they used no. to make? Is that a thing? Yeah, you buy them in chemists. Mm. Imagine a bottle of LucasAid and a single a ta- a chewy I, tablet, a chalky, chalky tablet. Mmm, chalky taste. I'm not a fan of LucasAid. Get out of this house right now. You, feel, you, know, <laughs> you buy it for people in hospital and that's it. Yeah, but I love it. Really? 
Yeah, Lucozaid Orange is the greatest drink in the world. Oh, no, see, that doesn't get worse. I could tolerate normal Lucozaid to a point, but I didn't like it. But as soon as you added flavor to it, it made it horrible. Lucozaid Orange. Now, um, this is not going to sell Lucozaid <laughs> Orange to anyone, but I remember when I was drinking uh, about, about a bottle of Jack Daniels a day, yeah. I used to mix that with Lucozaid Orange, Jesus. and I used to have the greatest hangovers the world has ever seen. Mm. It's such a bad hangover. The only thing that would cure it Jack Daniels and Lucas Aid Orange. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, talking of drinks that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Obviously, growing up, he would get in. We'd refer to it in the house as diluting juice, which is just squash, squash cordial, however you pronounce it. But, <laughs> pronounce but, it. But it's, I pronounce cordial squash. Aye, but it's again, but it's 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 Aberdeen, so we just cut diluting juice. Yeah, it's um, written on it, but carry on. But that's just what we say. Um, I know, they used to get the can Robinson's orange or whatever, but I remember one that was like can barley and whatever. Yeah, it was fucking hideous stuff. Barley, the peach and barley and mango and orange and barley and put barley in any drink and you're just like, oh, it instantly um, made me hard. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's just strange. I couldn't drink that stuff. I just I don't know. There was something about it. It was horrible. Yeah, no, it's uh, the greatest drink in the world. Oh. I understand why the little <clears> bull <throat> boys drank it at Wimbledon. <laughs> no. Only thing you could get McEnroe off. Drink mm. the barley. Him and yeah. Bjorn Borg on a on a barley bender. <laughs> oh, the d- night before. What were we thinking? <laughs> uh, um, can you wait for that movie? But you can't. You can't wait for that Borg McEnroe movie with the uh, Sheila Booth as uh, as John McEnroe. I missed out. What's the one that's um, Steve Carell? And Battle of the Sexes, yeah, with uh, Emma Stone as yeah. Billie Jean King. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, that's by isn't it by the team behind Little Miss Sunshine as well? And that Could was be, yeah. proper good film. Yeah, cause I saw it, I saw a trailer and I was like, fuck, oh, that's mm. pretty good. Um, so as far as I'm a good, double bill of tennis movies. Well, so as far as I'm, I'm concerned, when sort of Curl's doing sort of serious stuff, mm-hmm. since Foxcatcher, if his name appears in something, I want to see it because yeah. Foxcatcher was proper good. <laughs> It was no. proper good luck. Proper good luck. I don't never said that before in my life, but I don't know why I said it just now. There you go. It had everything a grown boy needs. But uh, thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, the, there was the thought of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then uh, uh, an old man wrestling people poorly. Yeah. And then uh, the Incredible Hulk gets shot. <laughs> and then the credits roll. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, right. Let's. Oh, yeah. My brain was wondering why I was thinking of Channing Tatum. I watched uh, Logan Lucky yesterday. There you go. All right. Very good. Obviously, it's Steven Soderbergh. And um, mm. he he seems to have taken his visual template to uh, Ocean's Eleven mm. and incorporated it into sort of a... I don't know. It's sort of... I don't want to use the term redneck. But it's got that sort of vibe, but at no point does it feel dismissive. You know, he loves the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anything they love is filmed in a way that it's, you know, cool. So, yeah. But long story short, it's very enjoyable. Apart from, yeah. I mean, not apart from the ending, but the ending is very similar to Ocean's Eleven, which I don't quite fathom why, but other than that. As in, you know, those old films where you go... And they got away with it, and then the final shot is something suggesting, no, they didn't. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's one of those. 
Oh, and also that film taught me another thing, um, which is uh, uh, Adam Driver should always have facial hair. All right, okay. That's Kylo Ren. Yeah, I know who he is. I'm just bringing it up in case you forgot. He was Star Wars, so yeah. I've paid it's attention just, to that. You remember that man is 35 years old? Yeah. Um, and he looks it when he is allowed facial hair. Mm. But as Kylo Ren, he looks like a 12-year-old. And it's the only time I've seen him clean-shaven. Yeah. I seriously don't like the look. <laughs> uh, no. I know this is the wrong uh, time to yeah. digress 40 minutes into an episode. Yeah. But J.J. Uh, Abrams directing episode 9, do you care? No, it's fine. Um, but they've thrown the script out and they're starting again. Yeah, that's a slight concern. Yeah. But I'm going to go and see it no matter what. So... Well, I'm, I'm sort of glad it's not Colin Trevorrow. Because I did like Safety Not Guaranteed back in the day. But I really didn't like Jurassic World. And I didn't like those stories that basically... They gave Jurassic World and he walked around like the uh, the director in the plus forms with the megaphone just right. screaming at people like he was instantly James Cameron. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go, oh no. Ego. Mm. Like he was like he was a modern day Troy Duffy. Ugh. Mm. Okay, that went over your head. He yeah. was the writer and director of the Boondog Doc Saints. Oh, right, okay. And they made a documentary about it called Overnight, right? And it's about how a guy who's a bartender, becomes uh, filled with... Uh, basically, everyone tells him he's a genius enough that he becomes uh, insane because he's not. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and yeah, the same thing seemed to happen to Colin Trevorrow. Mm. I might be wrong, but... Also, there's something going on behind the scenes at Star Wars anyway. I mean, they've now fired four directors in 18 months. Yeah. Or at least they said to Gareth Edwards, great first name, would you mind not coming back and we're going to get uh, Dan Gilroy to reshoot a bunch of this film and then we're going to put it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean? Then they fired Lord and Miller off Han Solo and brought in Ron Howard. And then they fired Trevor and brought in J.J. Uh, Abrams. Yeah. Insanity. Mm. Or maybe also, they... I mean, anything like that does make me slightly worried, but mm-hmm. I see at the end of the day, they've got my money. Well, the thing is, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter who directs a Star Wars movie. It's a terrible thing to say. Hmm. But you go... You go... Um, no, their names have gone out of my head. Richard Marquand directed Return of the Jedi. How many people know that off the top of their head? Not me. There you yeah, go. I'm supposedly a Star Wars fan. Not yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it doesn't matter. Because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the producers do everything. It's just they can't always be there, so they pretend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They have someone writing the ship. Anyway, we'll get back to this and get this one finished off. Okay. Um, we'll skip straight to track nine, Marlon mm. Brando. Good name for a song. But worst fucking song on the album. Do you this not like that just, wet synth? It's just... See, this is again... Now, can occasionally... Well, not again. A lot of time I'll say, this seems to be the song where every idea they've had, they've thrown it all at the wall. Mm. This seems to be one of those songs. And then... I see this is the part for bongos turn up and the bongos are fucking terrible in this. Um, it's probably just an 808 though. Um, but yeah, then, see it's quite a long, like four and a half, five minutes or something. And it's, oh, it's not that long, but I mean, you know what I mean. Um, but then they're just, they're doing all the other stuff and the song's kind of going along as it's going to go. And then they just chuck in a guitar solo for... 
Yeah, but you've already yeah. said they're a pastiche of 80s rock. Of course they throw in a guitar but no, solo. But it was just... I don't know. By this point, you're just like, oh, I can skip this one. Because it was just... I don't think... Absolutely you, garbage. I think uh, this song's supposed to upset us because of the uh, uh, the content of the lyrics, to be quite honest. Because it's a happy song about a man who has uncontrollable violent outbursts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was... <laughs> because, yeah, or as I wrote it, an emotionally immature nightmare man. Which is pretty much what I see when I look in the mirror. Maybe I took it personally. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you, Alex. Which is why you played a, uh, played a guitar solo as you came out of a pool. Ugh. Ugh. That was more 90s. But, uh... um... So, uh, yeah. you know, what are your final thoughts then? I really liked it. Yeah. The whole thing. Um, Apart from so the bit you didn't... I kind of... I saw the name and I was like, when I was trying to pick albums, I had a quick sort of Google search to see who, who the people were. Yeah. And basically, I picked this one because, say, David Lynch's name popped up a few times and I was like, eh, it's a good link to Ken Twin Peaks, which is pretty much all we've been talking about for months. So let's just stick that in as well. Yep. Um, and then I said, I, listened, I can't remember which track I listened to, but I sort of listened to one and went, that seems all right. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, I'm pleased I did now because I might, I've um, forgotten what his name is, first album was. Oh, I've already downloaded that. That's my but, final um, thoughts right there. Oh well, but I I plan on downloading it. The 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 front cover of it really shows a, a certain Robert Darby esque pockmark face nightmare. Ooh. Okay. Or it might be a mask to make him look older. To you know be like, yeah. for his for his uh, persona. Yeah. But yeah. um no you know it's got pitch black lyrics and it's got uh, a pastiche eighties synth throughout. And I suppose if you did a little digging, you could probably find better songs from the 80s. Yeah. You know, like genuine music. Or if you want to say something insulting. But you don't need to. It's, it's fine. Yeah. I reckon, I don't really do top 20. I used to, every year until my old laptop broke, I used to put together a top 25 of any given year. Mm-hmm. And I had, right? This is stuck on the old laptop, not on this one. Uh, my favorite twenty-five albums from nineteen sixty-nine to two thousand and twelve. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would probably get in my top twenty-five of the year. No, oh. that's not bad. Yeah. Saying that, I don't think any albums got in my top twenty-five of all time in a decade. No. Not since the second. Not since the second LCD Sound System album. Or maybe that Tom Waits album that he did with his son on turntables that would really make most people go, what is this? Okay. I won't, I... Real Gone. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. I'll just add that to the list of things I will avoid. Oh, I'll force you to listen to it in between, on break while I sort out coffee. No. Yeah. Also, I've lost the use of my arsehole and I need to stand up. Or maybe I mean buttocks. No, I mean so, asshole. Well, before you stand up, mm-hmm. you know, tell us what we're doing next, as it's your pick. Well, this is confusing, because I think oh. in the edit, this is actually coming out after the other one. Oh, to yes. keep the stick in order, but you want to do this first. So, oh, shit. Oh, fuck that then. Yeah, so you've, you've sort of ruined everything, I think, officially. <laughs> and I, I don't have pages open. So oh. give me one second. Oh, I can... I... Hold on, Therese. I'm coming, I'm here. Um, the next song, 
Uh, um, oh no, the next is uh, the National Sleep Well oh. Beast. Uh, yes. Cool. Oh, so there's that. Yeah, I can give you my review of that one already because it's pretty much all I've listened to. So. Oh. I have not even downloaded it yet. <laughs> well, it's been out for two weeks, oh, so. And, yeah. and I, I like the National. Yeah. Generally speaking. Saying that, I've sold all their albums, bar two. Oh, because oh, you know, it. I, I'm not. I'm not particularly precious over music anymore. If I realise I can make money, ah, fair enough. We well, you know it's, it's. You don't need it. It's all online. As long as it streams at a good quality, yeah. and you put it through a DAC, you can get it sound at a good approximation. No. Oh. Right. Well, that bored everyone at the end there. But other than that, <laughs> yeah. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.